from best of San Francisco DDTV, The Pink Chill, and Didi LaFrag. Hey, I've only lived in San Francisco for 30-something years. What do I know about it? San. Liberals? They're sadistic progressives. Francisco. This city is Junkies Incorporated. It's the junkie apocalypse. Damn. This ain't your phony soy boy San Francisco. This is the San Francisco Dam Zone. San Francisco Dam is a solo psychodramatic performance art storytelling podcasting platform. Hey everybody, it is Thursday, June 16th, 2022. Happy birthday to everybody who is celebrating. I hope you have a beautiful birthday. New listeners, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. This is a different podcast. It's not very long. Radio listeners, I love you. Guys, I'm recording in the early evening. It's that stereotypically San Francisco summer weather that Mark Twain talked about. I keep saying this when it's like this. It is cloudy. It's breezy. It feels cold. Like if you come from someplace uh, outside of California and you come to San Francisco for a vacation in June, July, and August, honey, it's 55 degrees Fahrenheit. It's blustery with the wind chill factor. It feels like 52 degrees, so it feels colder than it is, and it looks colder. Like it's like shivering, which is why people in the city uh, typically year-round wearing hoodies, leather, trench coats, hats, and scarves. I've been thinking about Bob Dylan a lot lately. Found out today he's on tour. Bob Dylan has been a big part of my art life. If you didn't know, he's a folk singer. He, I think he's one of the, besides, uh, yeah, I think he's the most major folk singer in American history. He is. He was an assimilated Jew. He is an assimilated Jew. He changed his name. His real name is, and I, I'm, these are, I, I don't even have notes. His real name is Bob Zimmerman. He uh, took the last name Dylan from the poet Dylan Thomas. Dylan Thomas was a hot mess, alcoholic, great poet. Check out Dylan Thomas. Bob Dylan came from Minnesota. And he went to Greenwich Village. It's interesting that the nonconformists like to go from the Midwest to like these coastal so-called elite cities. Like I came from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, and went to California, San Francisco to become an artist. He went from Minnesota to Greenwich Village to flourish as an artist. And I am an interracial woman. I'm not mixed race. And I said before, I do feel inside, I feel biracial the majority of my adult life has been infused by white culture. I was born and raised in basically like a segregated community, segregated city. Then I started living in more interracial spaces in that city. And then I relocated out here to California, which is completely interracial. Not that diverse, but it's interracial. So back to Bob Dylan. When I met Richard, Richard is a significant part of my life. I bring him up a lot. I think I'm pretty much done with the hardcore grieving Guys, when you are with somebody for a long time and you really love them and when they die, it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks. Whether it's your child or someone at work, maybe you've known them more than 10 years. The longer you know somebody, the harder it is to get over them. Richard introduced me to Bob Dylan. Richard, <laughs> he, oh, I did, I did I say for the new listeners, my late great husband, arts co-producer, collaborator, best friend, soulmate. He loved Bob Dylan. He was weaned on Bob Dylan. And when you are with men as a straight woman, sexist woman, is bohemian, biologically born, genetic, middle-aged, libertine, black woman, you absorb the music of the men you are with. That is how it goes, which is why I like cultural competency. I'm always open and willing to learn about different cultures, different music. And Richard would just get into playing this Dylan all the time. And he was very musical. He could play accordion, piano, 
guitar, and then he had that strap-on harmonica like Bob Dylan does. Kids, if you don't know Bob Dylan, you, you got to listen to the song in the link or go to my Twitter page and look at the link. I dedicated this song to the San Francisco Phonies. It's just this great groundbreaking song. He's got a lot of songs. I think his most famous song is probably be the Rolling Stone. Like a Rolling Stone. He's Bob Dylan has an incredible, massive catalog of hits. San Francisco Damn Daily Truth Bombs. No Namby Pamby permission necessary. Now, Positively 4th Street, in my opinion, it is a psychodramatic folk song, like a bluesy folk song. When I say psychodrama, psychodrama is using your your life and some painful parts as art. That's what psychodrama is. And this is a psychodramatic song. He's calling out phonies who can't stand him. When he's walking around the street, they tell him good luck, but he knows they can't stand him. And he goes on this little labyrinth of a conversation with himself saying, I know that you'd like to meet me and scream that you can't stand me. You say good luck and you hate me. You don't mean it. And at the end of the song, he screams, what a drag it is to a be you. It's, this, is, this song is a masterpiece. And here's how it begins. I'm not a singer, but I used to be in a band. You got a lot of nerve to say you are my friend. When I was down, you just stood there grinning. <laughs> and we would have parties. And this was Positively 4th Street was the hit of this party. Richard would have his guitar. I'd be like planking on the keyboard. We always had these great musical parties, lots of musical instruments. And everybody would be singing the song at the top of their lungs. Richard leading, he had this beautiful baritone. And at the end, what a drag it is to see you. <laughs> now Dylan is in his 80s. Uh, this photograph I saw of him, he looked kind of frail, but to me, he's looked like an old man for a long time. He's looked elderly. He looked elderly and crotchety. He looks grouchy. He's famously notoriously grouchy. This guy does not really like to do interviews. I remember I watched an a interview of him. I think it was with Richard. Maybe it was in the 90s. <laughs> oh, and Bob Dylan is also interracial. He's got a mixed-race daughter. He's been married to black women, yada, yada. You know, the guy walks the walk, right? And this interviewer was saying, oh, you have a lot of fans. He's like, my fans, they think they know me. Those people don't know me. They don't know me. They think they know me by my songs. They don't know me. I'm like, oh, snap, Bob Dylan. <laughs> ah, I love a grouchy artist that is true to themselves. So people... If you haven't heard this song recently, listen to it. My Zoomers, go listen to this song. You need to listen to this song. So, okay, now, what's going on here in San Francisco? I'm going to talk about a bigger story. I'll talk about this tomorrow, Friday, June 17th. People are people are tired of it. People are tired of the junkies allowed to live on the sidewalk because it's no longer a COVID state of emergency. People are tired of the city being dirty. People are tired of people lying that it's not as bad as it is. People are tired of living in a city that's completely beautiful, but has that, like, my analogy is the mansion with the enabled cockroach infestation. That's the closest thing I could get. And new listeners, I'm not a heartless woman. I've been an advocate, uh, elder abuse advocate. I've been a child abuse advocate. I've been an amputee 
cat advocate. I'm as compassionate as they come. And what's allowed on the sidewalks of San Francisco is the opposite of compassion. It is not compassion. Anywho, thank you, Bob Dylan, for everything. I really deeply appreciate your music. And everybody, thank you so much for listening. I love you. I'm Dee Dee Dam. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam. That's today's episode of the San Francisco Dam Podcast with sexist womanist bohemian Didi LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening.